Trigger warning! This episode's content may not be suitable to all audiences. Listeners, discretion is advised. Pasok na sa Quarto Chronicles, mga kwentong di komportabling pag-usapan o mga storyang di naiintindihan, tabu topics, sex, relasyon, at everything in between. Halika, welcome ka sa silid ng malayang usapan. My name is Z. And I am R. And, and this, this is Quarto Chronicles. So, hi everyone! Good, good evening and thank you very much for coming back to Quarto Chronicles. And this is part of our special series this coming February. No, not this coming February. It's February already. So, um, and, and this evening I'm with R. And in fact, this is going to be a very, very special episode because we have two special guests who will help us understand PrEP and HIV prevention further. So... Hi Z. Yes. Hi. Uh, good evening everyone. So yeah, as mentioned by Z, we are here graced by the two of um how do we say this? Uh two the of the most distinguished. Yeah, the royal HIV couple prevention, for by the way. Yes. <laughs> And uh these people are straight from Thailand. They are there right now. We have Inad and we have Heather Marie. So hi Inad and hi Heather. Hi. Hello. <laughs> so to to introduce them more, uh, Inad is what is working on regional HIV programming for eight years, and Heather Marie is um has a degree um has a PhD degree in microbiology and actually part of the biggest and largest research when it comes to prep in Australia. So guys, we're bringing very credible personalities here so that we can really understand prep as accurate and as you know as as credible as possible. Well, mixed emotions right now because number one, this is a special episode and you know to be graced by these people who are, you know, very credible and very respectable in their own field so i'm i'm really happy and so overwhelmed but then, yeah before we proceed on the episode right now so we will be talking about uh prep or the pre-exposure prophylaxis so before we have inad and heather z what do you have in mind uh what is your exposure And how do you know prep? As oh my of God, now. quiz ba to? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. Well, to be honest, Arno, um, in terms of my understanding for for uh, when it comes to prep, no, um, I have very minimal knowledge about it because I've been hearing it from some of my friends. Right? Uh, some of them are um, actually using it. Pero... On, on, on a day-to-day basis, I haven't done any, you know, in-depth research about it. And at the same time, I haven't even seen uh, anything about it. Ngayon ko nga lang dinalaman ko ano yung ibig sabihin ng prep. Eh. So again, especially for me, this episode is going to be very insightful because I am very curious to know this further. Actually, kaya ako nalaman yung prep because um, I had sex. <laughs> yeah, I'll share this. Because I had sex, I think, few months ago. And then that person I had sex with was telling me na, alam mo yun, um, 
um he, hindi siya nagko-condom he's not using condoms because he's doing uh he's using prep so Eddie while doing some foreplay <laughs> some cuddling and conversations in between i was asking him ano yung prep what's prep um how does it work where do you get it and uh he shared some information about it pero from my end naman um since it's very new para sa akin talagang uh, hindi lang nagkaroon ng ng penetration or or any uh, penetration that intercourse because I was not able to understand clearly kung ano ba talaga yung yung prep and I don't I mean this is me being responsible about myself naman na I don't want to try something I don't understand yet so yeah that, that that's more that's more from my and Ina and and Heather or what you said in Tagalog to her can you yeah. <laughs> You're an instant translator now, you know? <laughs> Yes. But but yeah. for my end, uh, my ex my understanding on prep also just like you is very limited, although um I haven't met someone who is using prep, who is mm-hmm. into prep, but uh I first met and um yeah, met prepped uh, using a dating app and most of the description there were quote-unquote into prep quote-unquote prepped uh, it was um, mentioned there on their profile so it got me curious what is prep it is something it is uh, something that adds to the um, le- pleasure of having sex or is it something like drugs or whatever because yeah again number one it, I don't know what prep is so it Uh, that made me research a little about, yeah, you know, I researched it on Google and tried to um, search what prep is. So, but basically, the uh, the, the deeper understanding what prep is, what uh, what prep is for, who use, who has to use prep, I really don't have the uh, 100% grasp of it. So now that we have Enid and Heather here with us, yeah. so. Uh, we hope that both of you, the royal couple for HIV prevention, can help us. So yeah, let's have this episode start formally. Hi, Enad. Hi, Heather. Hello. 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 <laughs> <All right>. so, <laughs> How's my um, I'm Enad, 21, from the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... Um, I think we can start now formally. So, Inad, what is prep? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, I think before we we before we proceed talking about pre-exposure prophylaxis, what you have said about um in the gating applications like mm-hmm. prep or into prep. Yeah. Trying to have the conversation as focused as. It's 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 a prevention tool. Like it's something that can prevent HIV, and it's not a social status. Mm-hmm. It's not that you should be kind of like, you know, I want prep because I want prep. I'm better than you or something like that. It should mm-hmm. not be that. That's how it is now currently, mm-hmm. and more focus on how it is important to be on prep. That's why people are taking prep. So that's okay. that's. All that's right. Like you post US become instead of becoming a, a good message, it's becoming a social status. Like, oh, I'm undetectable. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and you don't belong to our circle because you're not undetectable. And we don't want like that to happen in both prep and you post you. And I would strongly support that because shaming anybody for for using prep or not using prep and both have happened in different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. Prep 
um, just like any other HIV prevention tool that you want to use, it's a personal choice and you pick the right tool for you to keep yourself, uh, you know, to protect yourself. This is this is really what this is about. Um, it's not a trend. It's not, not a trend. A trend. Yeah. Symbol. It's finding the right method for you. Yeah. Um, that choice and it's about empowerment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I totally agree with that. In in terms of really finding what's more, you know, what what works for you. Um, in terms of what kind of HIV prevention method that that really resonates with you. But uh, Enid and um and Heather Marie, um, I have a very curious question. So, what is prep? Is is it, is it like a pill? Because in my head I, i'm imagining it's it's like a pill that you take or or is it something else should, should i take that one <laughs> <laughs> so um in, in most of the world currently um when people talk about prep they talk about a pill mm-hmm. so there um antiretroviral medications these are drugs that you take as prescribed um and they and you have them before you're potentially exposed so before you have condomless sex before you inject um and that helps keep you um negative yeah yeah, yeah. so um is okay translate up english then Uh, antiretroviral drug meaning ginagamit siya pang gamot doon sa taong may HIV pero um, dahil effective din siya sa pag-prevent ng HIV ginamit din siya as a prevention tool para protektahan na huwag magkaroon ng HIV okay. uh, pero may may specific lang na 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 drugs na ginagamit para sa pre-exposure prophylaxis and that's the the drug name is uh, or was it the drug name from here okay so so in in places like the Philippines the most common drug that's that's used for pre-exposure uh, yeah. prophylaxis for prep is um, tenofibidisoproxyl fumarate, TDF, uh, combined with entricidivate, FTC. So you'll hear it as TDF, FTC. Yeah. May senior coming ano, uh, material kay Z and kay R. Um, ita translate daw nila into Tagalog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think na I don't think na, that we will be able to do it with justice. So, but we can share it for everyone. Pills um, and providers, community, um, like peer workers, they they understand. Like um, most people, if you if you're up to prep, they'll understand what you mean. You don't have to use the technical language. Most most of us don't even when we work in it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, earlier, I think uh, Heather mentioned that even the true injections, PrEP can protect you. So, yes. um, so that's the thing that I wanted to mention. So currently, um, oral PrEP, so pills, is the most common. But um, there are new PrEP products that are becoming available. Okay. Um, and those include um, an injection that lasts for about two months called injectable carbotegravir. Um, that is one of our future prep products that's likely to become available um, in the next couple of years. In the near future. In the near future. In the near future. So, 
routine prep, so oral prep, merong daily prep, meaning araw-araw initake. Mm-hmm. Merong event prep, meaning kung planado yung sex life or kung, for example, may party or planado yung pagkipagtalik na, ano, na intimate. So, mm-hmm. pwede nila yung, yung option na event-driven prep um, para, you know, like, to... Yeah, there are two ways to take yeah. oral prep. Um, and neither of them is better than another. Yeah. It's just that um, one one will fit better with your lifestyle, or um, and there can be other reasons that you would take daily prep. Maybe it's easier to remember to take a pill every day rather than um, event driven, or maybe you like you only go to parties once a month, and then you don't need prep pill every day but you take event driven because that will protect you for that week or that party Mm -hmm. Um, so there are different reasons that you would take either and the best thing to do is to discuss that with your your doctor or your provider to find the thing the the way that works best for you the best people to ask about prep whether prep is good for you is your doctor and not people on twitter okay go to and definitely not the personal grinder or hornet. Yeah, not <laughs> those people just putting it on their profiles. <laughs> I mean, let's uh, ano na lang. Um, sabi na lang natin na ito ay isang parang ito ay isang gamot, de ba? Mm-hmm. Uh, ang gamot ay kumbaga controlled and yung mga nakakalam lang ng kung anong masakabuti sa iyo. Yes, yung mga doktor na may alam kung paano nag-work sa or side effects or sa depende sa 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 ano basta alam niyo yun. So, <laughs> mga hindi doktor, I mean, you don't you don't ask this medical questions to those who are not doctors. Yeah, so, doctor, don't ask people on Twitter. Don't, you know, if you if you read anything on Twitter or on social media, don't believe that you know, the first the face value that is true, you have to verify it with your doctor first. And can I also say, like, while we all love to trust our, our partners and and people that we also meet over Twitter, um, we like don't necessarily you um so what what I'm trying to say <laughs> <laughs> um like make sure prep protects you and so only you know if you've taken it and you've taken it correctly don't rely on somebody else taking prep Mm -hmm. to protect you um and so i think that that's really important because um you know your prep is is something that allows you to take control and to empower you and you know what you're doing and how you're using it. Um, and while most people, I'm sure, are very honest, um, you know, the only way to be sure is is to take it yourself. Yeah. So um, sexual health, personal sexual health is a personal responsibility. And taking PrEP is a personal decision. And any recommendation from others about PrEP is based on their experience. And you should be deciding whether or not to take prep based on your own kind of um, lifestyle or context. Um, 
Dapat ko siya i-translate sa Tagalog pero in English ko rin siya. <laughs> yeah, okay lang naman. That's all right. Uh-oh. But uh, Inad and Heather, in terms of protection, uh, earlier we mentioned that there are two types taking prep, either the event-driven or the daily taking of it. In terms of protection, does it matter how you take it? Or, I mean, if you are taking it on a daily basis, um, is it... Uh, does it protect you better than taking it event-driven? Um, so the short answer is no. Prep works if you take it. If you don't take it, it doesn't matter which way you're intending, it does like it's not going to work. Um, right. So if you take it as prescribed, like, you know, so event-driven, the classic way to take event-driven is two pills, two to 24 hours before... Um, sexual activity, sexual activity um, before you hook up and then one pill every day um, until two days after the last time you have sex. So it's two plus one plus one. Two plus one plus one if you only have sex on one Friday night. If you're enjoying, if you're having sex all weekend, which like, let's say great weekend, um, <laughs> then you would continue until Tuesday. So you finish on Sunday, continue to Tuesday. Um, and the thing is that for um, daily prep, you start and stop the same way. You still start with two, if, and this is for um, gay men, um, for trans women, um, for women, for others, this is different. Um, but if we're just talking about um, gay men, still you, you still start the same way. So two pills, two to 24 hours, closer to the 24 is better. Um, and then you continue every day until two days after the last time you have sex. And maybe that's three days later and maybe that's three years later. There is no, um, they're, they're both very, very effective. Mm-hmm. If you dose on daily pills, it's going to be okay. Um, don't stress too much. But it's very important if you're taking event-driven prep to, mm-hmm. to take all of those pills. So that's probably the the only difference in terms of efficacy. You you have to take all of those pills. Daily prep is a bit more forgiving. Mm-hmm. So okay. efficacy means um, yung pagka yung how well it works. Ha, yeah, kung gaano siya effective. Effective. Oh my god. Effective. <laughs> 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 yes. But speaking of what mahihiyang magtanong, um, for example, uh, I, I want to like try using PrEP. Like, can I ask any doctor, I mean any hospital about it or should I go to, let's say, a specialized center to to consult about it and have myself assessed or, yeah. My heart, sincerely, is that you should be able to go to any doctor and ask for it. Mm-hmm. But the reality in the Philippines is that you can't go to any doctor to ask for it because many of them will not know what PrEP is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I hope one day soon, all of them will know and you can go to any doctor. But right now, there are particular clinics and particular doctors who are very practiced in providing PrEP. Mm-hmm. Um, and specifically trained. Yeah, specifically trained to do it. Um, and those would be the ones that I would, I would go to so, at this point. Yeah. So right now you have Love Yourself and you have Hatch, the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, really hope because I'm from Mindanao that you know the the, the distribution of prep will also reach the Visayas in Mindanao, where you know gay men are not only in Metro Manila or Luzon. Mm-hmm. It's all over. 
games and all the gay men who, you know, should have all should have given the opportunity to access prep, even where you know it doesn't matter, like regardless where they live. So right now it's um uh very ano palang beach ng ng prep kasi uh kasi ano yung palang beach. I mean, the local community organization should also have a list of local providers, right? Or be able to point you to yeah. somebody who might be able to help. Yeah, but um, the, the, the prep distribution really isn't focusing. Out, outside in Metro Manila, there's very little. But we hope that it'll work. We're hoping that it's going to expand more and more. Yeah, like sometimes I feel, and not, not really feel sorry, but I feel different when I share something about prep, especially in Twitter spaces or again by the Madam Gray, talks. And then there are people from besides in Mindanao, and then I'm talking about prep, and then where can they access prep? Like, oh, so sorry. So many access. But one of the other things that, like, I would like to see more as well is like virtual prep provision. That's why it's like, you know, like having this kind of conversation, but with your doctor mm-hmm. and being able to attend. Um, so have this conversation, they can ship you the pills, go and have your tests. Um, so an HIV test is, is the most important one before uh, you start prep because prep is only, it's not treatment. It's only for people who um, are testing negative to HIV. Um, there are lots of innovative ways that we can make prep available to anybody Everyone. who yeah. needs it, anybody mm-hmm. who would from it. And so to all along, sorry, I was speaking out. <laughs> um, uh, in truth, so to um, this is very uh, different kind of podcast or webinar. Iba ito sa mga webinar sa podcast na napuntahan ko kasi you have the expert. <laughs> um, and, you know, this does not happen, like, all the time. And, like, I really have to commend you both for really thinking about it and reaching out and, you know, like, breaking down what, you know, like, I told like, sinabi uh, bakit naman mahiyang mag-reach out eh kung gusto naman ng accurate information dapat doon sa tamang tao mag-reach out so alam mo yun maswerte kayo kaya ipalaganap ang ang ano ang magandang kaalaman yes and I think uh, a thing like prep should should be shared to everyone number one it promotes um Uh, um, providing security, safety uh, on having sex, you know. And um, I want to jump back on taking the dosage and taking prep. So earlier you mentioned that if we'll take it daily basis, the first 24 hours we'll have two tablets and then succeeding uh, for the number of days, let's say for a month, we take it once a day and does it have to be every after meal or does it have to uh just taking the uh, this let's say i took two tablets today and then this is my first day so tomorrow should i take it before 10 30 in the evening or should i take it at 9 a.m at 7 a.m does it have to be that way so great question um and a very common question um you don't have to so you can take it with food or you can take it without food Um, a lot of people tend to take it with food because, um, particularly in the beginning, they get um, you can, 
Small numbers of people do get some side effects, so things like nausea, and they find that taking it with food can reduce some of the nausea. Mm. Side effects are quite uncommon, so less than 10% of people um, experience side effects, and usually these result in a few days um, and at most a month. Um, but taking it with food can help. Mm -hmm. um, and in terms of timing, it's better to try and take it around the same time every day. If you sleep in or something happens, an hour, two hours, you know, just if you forget to take a pill, take it when you remember. Oh, and don't, like, you don't need to double up. You don't need to say, you know, if you, if you forget on a Monday, don't take, you don't need to take two pills on the Tuesday. Just continue. Remember if it's during that day or like just continue with your next story. Yeah, it's ARD. ARD is, you know, you take every day at the same time consistently. Well, estimated approximately the same time every day consistently. Um, and then kapag nakalimutan mo siyang i-take ngayong araw, uh, pinabukasan, mag-continue pa rin sa isa. Huwag mo na yung dalawa. Don't double those. Don't double those. Parang, hayaan mo na lang siya. Um, and then continue. So, um, and uh, if, kung may mga questions man, like for example, sa, for example, uh, sa side effects na hilo, um, mas magandang huwag mag-self-medicate Ask your doctor why is this happening. Yes. Um, don't self-medicate. Like, what uh, Yeah, because most side effects they might be um, mild, but if you're concerned about them, just ask. Ask if this is normal. Because I, I mean, I'm sure I speak for a lot of people. I've had medication where I've had terrible side effects. I did not know that that was not normal. Mm -hmm. Um. And so, you know, speaking from personal experience, 100% ask if it does weird things to your body, even if you think it's probably okay, mm -hmm. ask. Yeah. Wag mahiyang ang Tandaan, ang sabi ni Lola Susan Rosses, wag Susan Rosses. Yeah, Susan Rosses. Yes. Um, I'm interested to know also, like, you said there are only, like, specialized doctors who can really you know um discuss or are really trained when it comes to um to prep but when when it comes to really accessing the the, the pill or 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 the tablet like can you easily buy it from like um uh drug stores or are there also specialized clinics who only provide or sell these kinds of um or, or this prep I believe, don't quote me, that it is actually available in pharmacies at oh. retail, but you also need a prescription. And the black market. <laughs> yes. We do not condone uh -huh. the black market on Amazon. Um, on online pharmacy. Uh -huh. There are some reputable online pharmacies, yeah. but um, the best thing to do is, I mean, ask your doctor. Where should you be getting it from? Okay. Um, people sell it, um, but there's know. yeah. I think it's important to yeah. uh, my 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 requirement kung paano mag kung paano ka mahuwan ng prep kasi kailangan mag test right. You have to have a test. Yes. Kailangan mag HIV test, liver test, um, whatever test. 
So your HIV test is the most important one, and that's the one that you need before you start prep. There are other tests that are really helpful to have, um, and those include depending on um, on some medical factors. So this is based on your doctor's assessment. You may need a kidney function test, so to check your kidney health. Um, you may also need a hepatitis B or a hepatitis C test. Um, and we would strongly recommend STI tests because, you know, like those are also things that we would like to treat Yeah, because they don't make sex fun. Um, so true. And as much as you want to have prep really accessible to everyone and like, you know, people really have good intentions to kind of like really make it accessible and sell it and help people have just have fun. Um, it's also important to know the HIV status because kapag you take a prep and then hindi alam yung HIV status niyo, tapos HIV positive pala kayo, may danger na magkaroon ng gosh, kayo ito kutuloy. Sorry. Um, uh, Resistance, drug resistance. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's- so, yeah, because prep is for, um, does, is not treatment. It, it is not um, for treating HIV. You need a, a slightly different combination to treat HIV. So, um, just a segue, uh, there's what we call the antiretroviral drug and the antiretroviral therapy. Antiretroviral drug is yung nag-iisang gamot lang na, like for example, lalotegravir, tapos sinofavir, tapos amibidin. So, nag-iisang gamot lang sila. Mm-hmm. Antiretroviral therapy is a combination of either two or more of these antiretroviral drugs. So, sa PrEP, uh, iba yung combination na kailangan para ma-prevent, ma-prevent, para ma-maagapan ma- 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 yung, yung pag, uh, pagkuhan ng HIV. Sa pag, sa pag, treat naman ng HIV, iba din yung combination na kailangan, depende sa reaction ng body. So, mm. yung, uh, ano, yung danger ng drug resistance, dun sa, kapag hindi mo alam yung HIV status, is, is because for prevention, you need to have a different combination than the, the treat. Oh, I mean, that's, uh, that's, 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 a, that's an information for us, you know? Like, because at first, I was just imagine, imagining that you'll just take one and then, It's it's and this is a uh, wrong information. Like you, you just need to take one, and then it's good either way. If if you're uh, you know preventing the progression of HIV or just or just preventing um being infected by it. So thank you for that. But uh, like that, would you have any you know have you encountered any misconception about about prep as well from other people or from those who are asking to you? Um, a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> prep four, just the very first. Yes. Like, prep four. Prep four. Okay. Um, because before, the misconception was if you're on prep, then you're into bareback. Like that's not how it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, person is taking prep. That means he has decided to be more confident in, on on his sexual activities and also to be much more in control of his sexual health. Right. It doesn't mean. into bareback, like that's totally a misconception. Um, that's why people call those who are prep as prep for. The side effects, but I think that will be for Heather Marie. Um, and the, uh, the the costs, uh, like because in some in some in some cases they have to spend money and in some it's free. Um, oh. 
Um, I would say one of the other big misconceptions is that people think that once you go on prep, you have to stay on it forever. And once you, you go off it, you can never go back on it. And the great thing about prep, prep is because, because prep is not treatment, you can be on prep for a short period of time, you know, three weeks, three days, or you can go, oh, you can stay on it for three years. Or you can be on it for three months, your circumstances change, you're in a monogamous relationship, or you decide you like using condoms, or like you're not having sex. You can go back on it again. There is, it doesn't cause resistance. Using prep doesn't cause resistance. Mm -hmm. um, the only reason it would cause resistance is that you haven't had your HIV test. Um, and so then you started using it while you already you're already positive for HIV. So that's a big thing. You can you can like use prep to protect yourself at the times you need it. Another conception is prep is equals to condomless sex, which is very very not true because yeah. ang prep lang is to protectahan ka lang against HIV, but hindi ka natin protectahan against gonorrhea, chlamydia, and other STI. So uh, it's 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 additional combination prevention is an option, um, but prep doesn't necessarily mean condomless sex. Mm -hmm. I I think that's a really good point as well. And just because you're having, I think we also use the term like unsafe sex way too much. Unsafe sex should never be something that we talk about. We should talk about how how sex is protected. So you can use condoms. You can use prep. You can use both. Mm -hmm. um, and that choice should be just fully in, in knowledge of, of what it does. As Anand said, condoms also protect you, protect against HIV as well as STIs. PrEP only protects you against STIs, uh, sorry, HIV, only against HIV. Yes, yes. <laughs> and that's why regular testing as well is really important. Every three months. Yeah, but... There's, yeah, there's a third. There's a third one. ART, especially yes. if your partner is HIV positive. Mm -hmm. So a good preventive combination is this is it's a serious part of the relationship or couple. One is HIV positive. One is taking ART consistently, taking ART until reaching an undetectable status. That means he transmit the virus through sexual activity. And then the other partner is taking PrEP, which is like this double protection. Yeah, but also remembering that U equals U, if somebody is undetectable, they are untransmissible. And so the person has zero risk of actually acquiring HIV yes. from an undetectable partner. Sorry, yeah. You do not, you, you know, you can take it for your own personal um, preference. Preference, because, you know, let's face it, not everybody is in a monogamous relationship. That's also okay. Um, but Sorry. like you, you don't need to take prep partner if your partner is undetectable. I should do that. I should do that. Sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that we didn't create misconceptions. True. Thank you for that. Nice. Zero risk. Um, and the 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 you know. The, 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 no, wala na ako na ano, palagi ito nangyayari, no, wala ko na adjective. The <laughs> preference uh, prep is a personal decision. Yeah. yeah. I see. Sorry. One, one follow-up question. Um, 
a person can take let's say uh, continuous number uh, continuous days um, when it comes to taking prep but the question there i guess would be is prep expensive or like how how much does it usually range or are there accesses that that gives uh, you know free uh, prep Oh, one million pesos, come on. <laughs> so, so I think if I remember correctly, so please don't, don't get mad at me if I don't remember correctly, um, but I think it's about $24 for 30 kills. So if you're taking it daily, that's about a month. Um, How much is that in the Philippine Pesto? Times 51. Yes. For 30 pills. But the, yeah. Um, so it's like, not cheap. So around um, 4 to 1 peso per, per pill, right? Yeah, it, it's not cheap, but it is it is very effective and it'll be the right option for some people. Some people using a condom is not something that they want to do. They don't feel comfortable. They can't, you know, negotiate condom use. There are lots of reasons that prep could be the right choice for somebody and that condoms are the right choice for somebody else. So people, like, use different prevention methods with different partners at different points in their life. And all of them, as long as they're effective, are great choices. That's why prep is not a trend. It's not a trend. <laughs> it should not be a social status. No, it, it's just a choice, and it's one of the variety of choices that we should all have access to. Yeah, it's like, um, I think those... Sorry, no, I should not say that. Stop. Sorry. All right. Uh, so I guess uh, just to jump back again and to put highlight you, uh, a person taking prep again, just as you said, it is not a social status. It should not be something uh, to brag about because it's your personal choice to protect yourself. At the same time, it doesn't call and it doesn't give you the license for un- uh, for having condomless sex, uh, for, the, for having unprotected sex just because you are taking prep. Just to highlight and to give emphasis on that. So on that, yeah. Sorry, Heather. You into having condomless sex because you or they are on prep. If you want to use condoms, that is a perfectly valid choice. If you want to use prep, it's a perfectly valid choice. But it should always be your choice. Yeah, your choice. Your body. Your health. Your choice. Yes. Agree. Agree with that. Yes. Uh, you have your body, your health. <laughs> it's a good tagline for prep next time. But <laughs> uh, on that note, uh, how important? Ah, uh, sorry. How often or how comfortable is you know the public in taking prep when it was first introduced? I I I, I honestly don't know where it was first introduced or how it started. But when it was introduced to the public market, how was it accepted? How any challenges thereafter? Yeah, or maybe yeah. in the in the Philippines, you know. No, it was introduced in 2014, if I can remember, JA's conference. Yeah, so, I mean there were three trials before then yeah. as well. Um, so it was first recommended by WHO in 2012 as a uh-huh. conditional recommendation. So like the World Health Organization um, has had recommendations so about prep for quite a long time. And so that shows that the evidence for prep, that it's, it really works really well, it's got really good evidence for it. It is like, it's not just some thing that kind of came out there. 
there's very good evidence to show it was. There was research, like research. long, it's, um, yeah, there was um, very meticulously done research na, alam yun, na kailangan sure sila sa yeah. guideline na PrEP is effective. I'm sorry, efficacious. Um, anong difference na tayo sa efficacious? Hindi ko alam. But just to, just to recall, 2012, uh, the WHO released that. And the first recommendation. 2013, like start as a manual. To, uh, during ICAP. Yeah. yeah. And then 2014, it's Yeah, with the, the, the bigger recommendation. And so that was the PrEP should be available as part of combination HIV prevention approaches like condoms, like harm reduction. Um, Basically, it's another option for anybody who's at substantial risk of HIV. Yeah. So I I, I, I mentioned in 2012, 2013, I mean, it's a very, very long way for us to say it's been around for a long time in the world. I just, I just, uh, 2012, information that I shared, 2013, 2014, information I shared. I just read it somewhere because I've seen so boring during that time. He's <laughs> so young. Um, I know. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's a very long way for us to say it's been around for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And so in places like the US and in Australia and in Europe, in Africa, um, in the UK, it's like it's been around and there are many more people who are using it. In Asia, um, it's probably in most countries, it's a bit newer or it oh. feels newer, even though it's been around for a while. Right. Usually, a lot of countries started with very small programs of a couple of hundred people. Um, and so in Thailand, it's been around since 2014. Um, so it has been in the region, but, um, yeah, like it's, it's not, it's not actually very new. So unless you demand for it, unless you create for it, um, there will be no supply. So go make noise. Demand yes, for absolutely. Demand. We demand. Is it demand that I'm gay But uh, recently, uh, I've noticed here in the PLHIV community here in the Philippines that they themselves supports each other who are taking um prep that you know they um how do you call this uh i noticed this once during after the onslaught of um typhoon or death that there are uh, people who are lacking of supplies of prep and that they have to take so uh the community here uh, extend their help to send some supplies to those people and this also includes arts and arvs not just prep so yeah, just to highlight it also on this show. That's amazing. I mean, however, can, can I just put out a public health or disclaimer? Please don't take other people's medication. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason for that is that there could be slight differences. Um, you know, it, please don't take other people's medication. What does that mean? So, so if, if somebody else has been prescribed drugs, don't take their drugs. Don't take, like, don't take. Yeah, don't, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't, don't share medication. Don't share medication, yeah. And, and that's just a, you know, a general medical advice because, like, you, you don't know what somebody's medical history is, if they have an allergy to something, 
um, all of those sorts of things. So we we would say generally. That is specifically true for people living with HIV. Because for me, for example, I have, uh, before I have a different combination. Now I'm taking DTG, the uh, career, but before I'm taking Tinafavir, Lamivir, and Nadirapin. And then my other friends are taking Emetricipin. Emetricipin. Yeah, and then there's Efavirenz. So we cannot share those kinds of pills. Like for example, if I run out, I will not. I, I should not be asking you. Can, can you give me some air because like they are sorry, like they're different combinations. Same as with um, yeah, like what she said. Yeah. So do you have any uh prep stories? Something that can inspire or something that you know warn? I think uh, on the note of sharing prep or sharing medication that if you know some stories that we can share here, do you have some? Well, I am personally good at HIV, so I'm really going to share stories about prep. I have not, um, I was diagnosed with HIV in 2011 when I think the research on prep is still ongoing. Mm -hmm. um, so I cannot really speak anything about experiences about prep except for nothing. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that a lot of people, um, you mentioned that the community of people living with HIV in the Philippines has been really supportive of PrEP. Mm -hmm. And I would say that that's something I've heard in a lot of places, um, that people who are living with HIV, they want PrEP to be available. Um, and they wish that it hadn't been available when they acquired HIV. Um, and so I think it's it's really great that the community is able to band together to advocate for something that is just a really important additional option. Um, and I think, you know, it's amazing that there is such a great community together in the Philippines. And to kind of like follow that, we have to commend you for like doing this because you know, this information, you're doing this to get information to share with the wide, uh, larger set of audience. And also those people are organizing in formal spaces in Twitter or, in, or they're having their own podcast, like to continue doing this um, so that, you know, people, more people will know more about PrEP or ARP or HIV uh, self-testing or the, the new incoming injectable PrEP so that, you know, the more the more we know, the more we are able to kind of, uh, like, identify what we need depending on our lifestyle and we're able to kind of, like, ask specifically or demand specifically um, for, for things that should be provided for free. And I think it's bigger than that. If we don't have these conversations and have lots of them with lots of people, it'll always remain stigmatized and PrEP and sex and HIV will always be stigmatized. What we want to do is normalize it. PrEP is just another option to help have great sex that you feel confident and comfortable with. Mm -hmm. um, and like, let's, let's have the conversations, let's normalize it. Sex positive. And like, yeah. really guys, you, um, I know how uncomfortable it is. <laughs> <laughs> to reach out but you know it's really important to have because like if 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 you guys or us in the community will not start this conversation it will remain in the scientific and academic community it will not spread so it will not spread um and you know kind of like uh it will not it hindi siya hindi siya hindi siya madaling ikalat kasi academic at saka very technical pero kung 
meron nagtatanong, at saka meron, sa katulad ninyo, na mas gusto mo maintindihan ba ang prep, mas maraming ma-push or ma-inspire na magtanong din. Kasi may nauna eh. So, nauna kayo. So, ay hindi. Isa kayo sa mga nauna. So, di ba? Kasi, to be honest, last year, during the pandemic quarantine, there are lots of spaces in Twitter. And you know, I have been pulled in one space and to the other to talk about prep. And I wanted to pull Helen Marie, but she's in Sydney. Um, and also, I don't want to kind of like have the conflict of interest. Uh, but anyway, but you know, those kinds of of spaces and your kind of initiative is really important to have this. So important. Um, really, like great job, and um, thank you for inviting us. To speak to you and to speak to everybody who's listening. Oh, she's just human. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and thank you too, because apparently one of the things when we started this show is to normalize these types of conversation. Number one, to to break boundaries and to break the stigma for these types of conversation, you know, HIV thing, trap. And number one, that to to combat is to have awareness and that's what we what we aim for this show that we spread awareness on the things that we don't know on an, that we don't talk about on a usual on our daily conversation so that's why it is also important and that's why we love inviting types of you people who knows more than us because we can do our research but you know pulling people like you who knows the deal out of this and who can speak more who can speak more promptly about it so it is important that we can share this information to everyone and we we also thank you for um for taking our for taking in our invitation thank you Ina, But, uh, i have talked about this with hm before before you guys came in zoom um we don't like it's we don't want Especially me, because we don't want that we are treated as someone who is higher and we're here and then we're there. Like we don't want that to happen. Feel free to reach out and also ask questions. You know, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred. Love questions, and we prefer to give to be able to give the right information than somebody wonder or somebody be scared or upset or have the wrong information. Yeah, and I guess uh, we're now moving towards the 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 last part of the of the conversation. Now we're in we're, we're more of gonna share um, resources or additional information that people can go to uh, whenever they want to learn more about prep, especially like what you've said earlier that the access to these kinds of conversations are not that uh, accessible yet, um, at, at least in the Philippine market. You you get to hear it, you get to see it on Grinder, you get to uh, hear it from some of your Uh, friends, I'm talking about it, but in terms of like general dissemination of the information, there I I personally believe that um there's still a challenge in that part, and like what you said earlier, it's really the community who's going to propel the message further to the general public outside the academe, outside the scientific community. So yeah, having you here really is very very enlightening, not just for our listeners, but even to 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 our and I and um. I just have one one last inviting, and this might be helpful to our listeners. I think um, if if we remember it correctly, R uh, Love Yourself is offering um, free prep. Is that is that correct? Yeah, I think uh, for the Philippine market, most of the prep are um, uh, obtained. We get our free prep uh, subject to the 
uh, testing that uh, Heather mentioned earlier, they have these qualifications where they can they can get their prep uh, on them. And uh, I think uh, Love Yourself, uh, Hash, something I forget. They, these are institutions who also provide HIV testing for free. So uh, for our listeners, uh, you can check on them um, to ask uh, how to get our prep, our prep for free. Yeah. Ah, mas maganda rin siguro na ano, um, bigyan natin ng bagong tono or perspective ang um, usaping HIV testing at saka PrEP. Kumbaga, hindi siya uh, medical or hindi siya, oh, it's medical of course because it's, you know, medical. Um, pero hindi yung tipong nakakatakot or as a warning, it should be, we should be promoting it as part of our routine, like if we're going to have a sexual life, then it should be testing and asking about prep should be part of your sexual life. So, so you know, sex, once you can suck and suck and then you can have a test and then can repeat all the process and making sure that HIV testing is part of sexual health and not a like intimidating process na alam you. Because like, uh, you, before, I experienced with that, hindi ako magpatest kasi yung mga posters na nakikita ko sa mga clinic, hello, mga pictures ng ano, STI, picture, how gonorrhea looks like, how how this looks like, like, ugh, that's fear-based. But if you're going to kind of like promote uh, positive sex positivity or promote the behaviors and then providing them the, the options on how to protect themselves while also promoting the lifestyle that they have chosen, dapat doon doon yung doon yung ano yung focus ng ng sapin hindi yung oh magpa-test ka kasi baka mayroon kang ingay so it's like we don't want to spread fear we want to kind of promote a positive and normalizing behavior yeah it's about taking control of your health and your sexual health yeah and that let's face it empowerment is sexy people love confident people um and mm-hmm. part of that confidence mm-hmm. comes from Regular testing. So, like, like I have this um, intervention. Sabi ko nga, uh, how do we how do we combat stigma and how do we combat discrimination? Um, stigma is from uh, stigma is uh, it's, it's more like the the the, the negative um, like image of one person to another uh, because that person perceives that that the other person is doing something weird or not normal, but. I think what we have to focus on is to actually uh, uphold the self-worth of that marginalized person who is getting stigmatized because uh, we, we like it or not, they're the ones who are less empowered. So we have to empower them by upholding their self-worth uh, and we have to kind of like empower them by uh, influencing them or you know inspiring them to ask more questions of things that they don't understand so that they can believe more in themselves and they, you know like once once a person is um, self-worth is uh, uh, uphold uh, upheld or um, recognized or acknowledged I mean it's, it's it's a it's a big thing already and discrimination man is something that you know we do discrimination activities implementing this reporting system or implementing um this uh, sop to make sure that the health service providers and nurses and clinics can be masyadong ano offensive sa mga pinagsasabi ng mga sa mga clients um but then most likely 
we wanted to also have that sense of to build that sense of belongingness um, in the community where we work with uh, to battle discrimination. Um, it, I think it's much more empowering to kind of like inspire people to build that sense of belongingness to those who are also feeling discriminated because that builds stronger community value and also stronger, not only community value, but also stronger individuality of a, of a particular person. So stigma discrimination, self-worth, and belongingness. So I think we should focus more on that, the positive note. I agree don sobra Ined. Like, um, if we really wanted to encourage people to subject themselves to be tested, to know their status, and to know more about to protect themselves, uh, I think uh, fear-driven testing, fear-driven call to test is not working. But yeah, but right now, at least maybe we can say that most of the people right now, I mean, there are increasing number who get themselves tested. So I hope there is, uh, you know, something that we do, something that we did before is now working that we um, encourage people to have themselves tested right now and know their status. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I can't say, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very speechless right now, you know, that header, like, Thank you. Thank you very much for, for the information. Thank you very much for all the things that, that you have shared. I know even for us, even for our listeners, um, we need to really understand it better. It, we won't be able to understand it in just one sitting, just hearing one podcast. But definitely, we hope that together we're, we're creating, you know, um, we're starting these kinds of conversation better. And like what you've said earlier, it's really not, I mean, perhaps really not a device that that divides people the us not not about who's better who's not but really empowering choices empowering our uh, you know in for um getting more informed and at the same time really taking care of um our our sexual health it's it's, it's one of the ways to to really take care of it so yeah do you have any last messages for for our listeners before we close our podcast I let the book reference secret. Oh, um, okay. So, I mean, knowledge is power. Um, and so knowing your status is power, knowing about PrEP and what your options are for HIV prevention is power. And that allows you to have the conversations that you need to have with partners, with providers, very much don't don't accept being shamed or stigmatized, not by your partners, not by your community, not by your friends, family, or by your providers. Um, and so I think the most important thing is like um, really PrEP is empowering and I'm so glad that we're having these conversations and you're having these conversations. Um, and I look forward to a day when we can have these conversations in the street and nobody even bats an eyelid because there's a big poster up that says, um, get prep now. Get prep now. <laughs> All right. So I guess this ends our episode tonight. Thank you very much again, everyone, for listening. And um, once we share this episode, once this episode is released, we're going to be uh, sharing also the publications, the handouts that Enad shared to us earlier for everyone. And just in case, if you wanted to, yes, Enad, you wanted to ask, you wanted to add. Yeah, so I shared prepmap.org, but then you also have the global prep. So 
So we do also have the Global Prep Network, um, which is um, put together by WHO. We have a whole bunch of webinars. Some of them are a little bit technical, um, but we also usually have um, somebody from the community on these, um, and they can be a great source of information about specific topics. Like if you want to understand more about hep hepatitis, or you want to understand more about PrEP and adolescents or young people, um, we have some some really great um, some great webinars and also some great resources. Yeah. So that's um, we'll link it, I'm sure. Um, but the Global Prep Network, WHO's Global Prep Network. Yeah. And then for the community, there's the PrepMap.org. Like Galangshing update. Just asking them if they are yung ano yung bagong update. Pero not for circulation yet. Um, tapos uh, like sabi ni Heather Marie, maraming webinars na nakarecord. Um, pero yung search Google prep webinar, maraming website like International Society, Meratwa, Meratwa, meron pang mga organizations na nagpo-host ng webinars about prep. Itag yung City of Wordstack, uh, sa Twitter, tanong siya about prep. Um, and then also, uh, may yung mga publications na shinare namin which are much technical, pero kailangan siya, kung gusto na talaga natin na mas maraming makaalam, kailangan siyang, alam yun, isimplify at saka going mas mas madali maintindihan. So, I think nasa ano niya nasa community niya if if ever there is an if ever there is a demand and one more thing um certainly Heather knowledge is power and you know for me I hope one day that you know there will be new faces who can talk about it um not just us you know we have to spread the information um everyone is welcome to learn but make sure that the ones that they are sharing are accurate um, and according to the scope of their uh, POR. But, you know, we want, we, we all, as much as we want uh, to have that, you know, we, we want to have new faces who can speak about PrEP and also who, will, who can educate about PrEP. And I hope you guys, yeah, and I hope you guys can also do that. Like, you can, you know, you can. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and yes, we yeah. will uh, again provided that we are equipped with the right information, the ones that we've got from you, and uh, in the future, uh, once there will be more available information that we can understand easily, especially for the non medical people here that we can share and you know that is accurate and correct for everyone. So, again, thank you very yeah. much. Yes, yes. Yes. Huwag mahiyang magtanong para sa mga bagay na hindi tayo sigurado. Mas okay na yung sigurado at nagtanong. Alright. Okay. Alright. So thank, thank you. Thank you very much everyone. And please, please share this uh, podcast episode to your friends, your family, and to, uh, to your communities because we really need to uh, better equip ourselves with the different information that can, you know, um, really help us grow. Not just ourselves, but even the community that we belong to. All right. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank and you, everyone. Girls. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for checking in to Quarto Chronicles. Before checking out, please share tonight's episode to your friends and fam. Don't forget to also hit follow. For more kwentuhan, see you on fb.com slash Quarto Chronicles and Twitter at QuartoPod. Slide into our PMs and DMs and share us your thoughts about tonight's episode. 
See you next Wednesday, 6pm, dito lang sa ating kwarto. Kwarto Chronicles. Chronicles.